I'm Andrea. And I'm Claudia. And we're the Judgy Crime Friends. Hey, yo. Hi. <sighs> did you have a good weekend? I did. Oh, my God. I saw my mom have a strawberry daiquiri for the first time in my life. Oh, I a real one or a virgin? No, 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 real. And I didn't know she was even capable of doing such things. Well, it's all fruit and whipped cream. <laughs> Literally. But still, I was like, mother, mother? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, good for her. So Claudia does this thing where when she walks into a room and she wants to know if I'm in there or not, (laughs) she goes, hoo-hoo, family. (laughs) It's like, hoo-hoo, family. And she does that at home. And so it made me think of it when we started the show. I'm like, hoo-hoo, hey guys, you family. <laughs> My kids say that too, which is so funny. <laughs> they pick that up, they come in, hoo-hoo. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. I had an amazing weekend too. I yeah. didn't do a whole lot, but I did book my vacation. Oh, I'm so ready for it. We're going to talk about a resort vacation today. Yeah. It won't be for a little while, but that's okay. I and booked it. At least it's on paper. It's black and white. You're going to yeah. sail away. So a year ago, Alex and I ended up somehow buying a timeshare. <laughs> Which is only for three days, you guys. I know everybody's like, oh, no, Claudia. But it was only, it's only for three, three years. Did I say days? Yes, you did. (laughs) For three years. So it wasn't too bad. But this year, we're getting a free week. So free week, two rooms straight up on the beach, all inclusive. Hell yeah. That sounds awesome. Take me away. And where are you going? Riviera Maya. Cancun? Yes. Mexico. Here I come. It's fabulous. His uh, cousins are going to meet us there. They're going to vacation with us. So super excited. You remember Monica and Julian from our wedding. And they're going to be there the whole week with us. Looking forward to it. It'll be so fun. I'm excited for you guys, especially that you get to go with his whole family, Alex's family, They're all in Mexico, so he doesn't get to see anyone until you guys go Go down there. there And and I just think it's really cool that you get – I see all these pictures, and you guys are all hanging out, and I love it. They're amazing, amazing people. I lucked out with my in-laws first time around and second time around, so I've been very, very blessed. So that was my weekend. It doesn't sound like much, but I feel like I got something accomplished, and I – started my taxes one page <laughs> and then Proud i'm like oh this is a lot if you'd like to support the judgy crime girls you can help us with our taxes yeah yeah no shit i'm kidding <laughs> i haven't really started them yet i've been working on this case the last two weeks i could not get enough of it i've been wanting to cover this for a while so i'm really excited to share it with yeah, you today I'm excited to hear what you got oh, i tried girl. not to snoop to pride ask nothing about as much as you guys do nada 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 (laughs) not a darn thing well we can dive into it Mm -hmm. if you're ready yeah today i'm covering robert hansen robert hansen 
There's a trigger warning here, obviously, rape, murder, assault, kidnapping, and torture. And humor is our way of dealing with all these things. I already hate it here. (laughs) We're going to probably insert our judgments here and there, as you do, uh, and we probably should, right? So, yes. This guy, he was the worst, and he was a baker. So just for fun, I was looking up sarcastic cakes (laughs) earlier. (laughs) There's some really good ones out there. If this jackass worked in a bakery, Mm -hmm. I know they sold donuts and stuff, and it's so creepy to see Hanson's Bakery, but I would imagine that if I ordered a cake... Oh, please don't tell me he used any human ingredients. No. No. Oh, good. Oh, okay. Okay. <sighs> Should have told me yes to stay away from donuts. I'm that just... would maybe help me keep on staying on track. <laughs> <laughs> no, he was just an asshole. So he probably would have made you a cake and it would have said, like, find the toenail on top or something. Many of you have probably seen Dexter, the new Blood series, but did you know there is a true story that it's based off of, and that's what we're covering today? You watched Dexter, right? Yes. Okay. I love me some Dexter, and my oldest was a lot younger. I mean, she was a teenager, and we would watch it together. (laughs) Like, I love Dexter. You were such a sick ticket. No. I can't. can't. But he only killed bad people. (laughs) Does that make it any better? Uh, yeah, <laughs> you know, I think child so. molesters, yes. other murderers. You know, that's yeah, it. Does who he killed? I just can't get into gory things. And there was a lot of gore, maybe in some of the episodes I watched. I think there was but... more sex than gore. His sister was a little promiscuous. Promiscuous is a good word. Okay. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Thanks for catching me before I say something bad. <laughs> I try to jump right in there for you. Robert Christian Hansen was known as the Butcher Baker and also Alaska's serial killer. And he raped and murdered 17 to 21 victims in Anchorage, Alaska between 1971 and 1983. By many, he was considered a model father and a hardworking baker, but he turned out to be the most active serial killer in Alaskan history. Wow. So uh, he was a pilot and an avid hunter. He would fly prostitutes and erotic dancers to his remote cabin hideaway in the wilderness where he would rape them and murder them. And after sexually abusing his helpless victims for a couple of days, he would set them free in the freezing woods and then he would hunt them down with his high-powered hunting rifles as if they were deer. I just watched a movie kind of like that. I think it was called Red Dot, maybe, or Frozen something. But they were, it was snowy, it was cold, and they were running through the woods. And Did it have Nicolas Cage in it? I don't remember. Okay. No, it wasn't Frozen Ground. Okay. Because I think that's what you're thinking of. Yes, that was based on this. But Hanson was a serial rapist, serial killer, ephobophile, abductor, Lonely Hearts killer and arsonist who abducted, raped, hunted, and killed sex workers. Can you tell us what ephobophilia means? Ephobophilia. That's a mouthful. 
<laughs> it is. That's the primary sexual interest in mid to late adolescents, usually ages 15 to 19. It is one of the many age group sexual preferences identified under the term chronophilia, which is where you are attracted to a specific age group. He was born on February 15th, 1939 in Esterville, Iowa. His parents were both Christians, Christian upbringing. Uh, He was a skinny little shit as a kid. He was little. So he was naturally left-handed, but his father forced him to write with his right hand. And later on, it was speculated that that may have something to do with his eminent stutter that carried on throughout his life. Mm, Okay, interesting. Yeah. Well, because his brain... He had to, you know, maybe his left brain couldn't keep up with the talking. You know what I mean. I do. Interesting. He had shocking acne. I mean, it was bad. It was so bad. He had scars for the rest of his life. Robert eventually followed in his father's footsteps and became a baker. His father was not a rapist or a serial killer, as far as we know, so... He was not following in his father's footsteps when he made those particular life choices. Well, with this combination of features and traits, he was not popular with the ladies in high school or anyone, really. This led him to grow up hating women, and this is likely when he started fantasizing about torturing them. Okay. Most people grow up, you know, having acne or being shy to some extent. Sure, yeah. I mean, what if every single person out there raped, tortured, and murdered people because they felt slighted. Right. But did he have a bad upbringing? They were, they kind of ran a tight ship with him. His father was very strict and made him work, you know, at the family-owned bakery a lot. Mm -hmm. He was kind of a loner. He had what they described as a strained relationship with his father. I'm not really sure about his mother, Mm -hmm. but nothing terribly. He wasn't abused and, and beaten and... Like so many. Like so many of them, yeah. (laughs) Right. Well, Hansen enlisted in the Army Reserves in 1957, where he perfected his skill and became an expert marksman. But he was discharged one year later for unknown reasons. Oh, I gotta know. (laughs) He then went on to volunteer as an assistant drill instructor at a police academy in Pocahontas, Iowa. He worked at a police academy. And what is that? Pocahontas, Iowa. I think it's known as the pretty princess state. It just cracks me up. When he wasn't at Army Reserve drill weekends or volunteering at the police academy, he was working you know, as a baker there. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know that place existed. It, it was called the Princess City, Pocahontas. Oh. And they have a statue of, which looks probably about 20 feet tall, of Pocahontas. And it is creepy looking. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's huge. <laughs> well, while working at the police academy, he falls in love with a younger woman who shall remain nameless, right? Because I couldn't find her name. He falls in love with her, marries her at 21 years old in the summer of 1960. Hansen's first known crime was on December 7th, 1960, when he committed arson by burning down a Pocahontas Country Board of Education school bus garage. 
and was turned in by one of his friends. While he worked at the police? Yes. Okay. Hansen stuttered as he confessed that setting arson on the school bus garage was to fulfill a fantasy of revenge on the girls in high school. Okay. He's still carrying this with him. Somehow he thinks that's going to affect them. No, honey, they're on to college. Right. And other they're living things. life. Nobody yes. remembers your name. <laughs> as soon as those words escaped his lips that he confessed, his incredibly smart wife, that's when she filed for divorce. His first wife. Many people probably felt unpopular at some point in high school, but most people don't commit arson mm-hmm. because of it. Or anything else for that matter. Right. I mean, who didn't feel like a loser in high school for a hot minute? I did. Like, (laughs) every week. While incarcerated, he was diagnosed with bipolar disorder, manic depression with schizophrenic episodes. And the psychiatrist who diagnosed Hansen said he had an infantile personality because he felt the need to get back at everyone who wronged him. Claudia... What's an infantile personality? Well, the infantile personality demonstrates a lack of developmental progress clinically presenting themselves functioning as a child, characterized by immature feelings like childish reactions, lack of willpower or lack of confidence, external focus of control, other people are blamed for whatever, inflated self-concept, low demands on self, accompanied by high demands on society. Interesting. Childish theatrics, pouty moods, clingy behaviors, and rejection sensitivity. Oh, that, hmm. (laughs) I'm not saying I never had childish theatrics meltdowns no (laughs) no you wouldn't burn down a school bus well no but claudia might slash your tires if if you wrong her (laughs) (laughs) or that yeah (laughs) he was sentenced to three years in prison at anamosa state penitentiary but was released after 20 months now the anamosa state prison yeah i give you some pictures of Mm -hmm. this beautiful vacation spot which I'm telling you, it does look beautiful. I There is an aerial view, and there is a fucking baseball field in the backyard. It's in the center of this beautifully gated community, and the mm-hmm. gate is literally the buildings itself. It looks like a castle. It actually looks super cool. <laughs> and Claudia, she's so observant. She honed in on one tiny window, and she's like... <laughs> There is an air conditioning unit. That that was like a weekend resort. Exactly. So I was just coming up with ideas for you and Alex if you get tired of Cancun. Yeah, probably never, but that's okay. Okay. In 1963, he's out of prison. Darla Hinrenshin falls for this guy. She's like, oh, you're available and out of your resort. Let's get hitched. And um, he eventually has two children with her. I'm going to restart that sentence. Okay. In 1963, when he got out of prison, he met Darla Hinrichson and had two children with her. Now, she knew about his past. And he went on to commit these other little petty uh, crimes. And then 
they just escalated. Do you think she knew? She knew what was going on, okay. but not to the extent. No, I mean, but she knew that he just got out of prison. Yes. Okay. Four years later was when they married. Okay. But oh, she knew about okay. his past. So okay. this was in 63, he married. And then in 67, after multiple sentences, they decided they're going to start new. They're moving to Anchorage, Alaska with the family. Hanson and his family were very well liked in Anchorage. Hanson broke multiple hunting records there. He was very boastful about his achievements. Mm. Some thought that they were even kind of fake, maybe. Okay. That he faked some of these achievements. Because he bragged too much about it? Yes. His weapons of choice were a rifle or a bow and arrow. It was a big deal in Alaska. It's this vast wilderness. And that's something that people do out there for mm -hmm. fun, which yeah. I can't imagine. He was arrested twice in December of 1971, the year after his last record-breaking hunting achievement. Once for abduction and attempted rape of a housewife, that's what the, how they refer to this woman, which I don't love, um, but I think that they clarify this because the second time was for rape of a, a sex worker. He's kind of targeting a multitude of different lifestyles. Mm -hmm. Those are two very different people yeah. he's going after. So he pleaded no contest to assault with a deadly weapon on the housewife, and the rape charge involving the sex worker was dropped as part of a plea bargain. He was sentenced to five years in prison, but was released after six months Ugh. as part of a work release program and was discharged to a halfway house. This was his new fresh start. Okay. <laughs> right off the bat, he's fucking it up. Yeah. And poor Darla, she's still around. She sure is. Mm. So no contest is what he pled. That means he doesn't wish to contend. And it's where he doesn't want to plead or admit guilt. Okay. Really either way. Yeah. It's so unbelievably infuriating to me for two separate reasons. First, he spent more time in prison for arson than he did for aggravated assault, attempted rape of two women. Yeah. Property damage was more serious to the justice system than the lives and well-being of actual people. Second, Hansen was discharged from the military, fired from a police academy, arrested and incarcerated multiple times, and diagnosed as bipolar, schizophrenic, and had the infantile personality disorder before he ever started murdering women. So many people knew and suspected something might be wrong with this guy, and they just, you know, let him go. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's just, there are a couple people where I think there's something wrong with that person. I do not like that person. But do I do anything about it? No, because I'm just kind of over here. Minding. Now, I'm not saying he's like a serial killer slash rapist, mm -hmm. but crazy he got off so lightly for the one sentence and not the other. Right. Well, I mean, he did get to and go to were, the resort. And there were, <laughs> they were in two different states, right? Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. okay. So Darla... His second wife would go on to tell Detective Flothy of the Alaskan state troopers that her and her husband had a strained relationship. Darla had a master's degree in education, and she taught children with learning disabilities and tutored students. Aww. That's her picture. Mm -hmm. And she was, you know, I have so many pictures. I could not decide 
I bombarded Claudia with pictures today. (laughs) Yeah, she was really pretty. Yeah. So she used the income from her career to support herself and the children. And any money Hansen made from his bakery was used for his own personal use. He didn't contribute any money to the family at all, according a, to Darla. What a dick. Yeah. he. She covered all of their expenses and used any extra money for her and the children to go on vacations in the summer months, usually to Arkansas, where she had family. Hansen never joined them. On these vacations. Mm. He stayed behind. Darla also financially supported Hansen when he was incarcerated for the earlier theft charges. Oh. And then even later for the assault and rape charges. Darla. 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 She suspected that he never stopped seeing sex workers even after his incarceration, but she denies knowing or suspecting, you know, that he was ever a serial killer. She had to have known what she was getting into when she married him. He had already had the arson conviction under his belt, and she continued to stand by him while he racked up larceny, assault, rape, petty theft, kidnapping, and insurance fraud charges as well. So it's likely Hansen was also abusive verbally and or physically to Darla and the children. She didn't leave, you know, until he was convicted of murder. And she could have, because it, I mean, obviously she was able to support herself Mm -hmm. and her children. So it was not that she relied on him. Not financially, but that's what I mean. Those situations are so hard to get out of. And I am just more power to the people that can leave, you know. It's not always necessarily the leaving part. I mean, leaving is the first step. Obviously, we talked about that last week. It's staying away, mm-hmm. not going back. Especially when he's like, I'm so sorry. I will never do it again. Well, you believe it. Right. And so many women just go back. And she was deeply religious. She thought she could fix Robert through God, making him go to church with her after each of his various convictions, because maybe, you know, if he went, he would find the path to righteousness, Mm -hmm. she thought. And Well, in 1976, uh, Robert Hansen pleaded guilty to larceny after stealing a chainsaw from an Anchorage department store. Why of all things? Who knows? Why would he think he wouldn't get caught? Like, how do you walk out of a store with a freaking chainsaw and think, I can get away with this. I'm going to try. He was sentenced to five years in prison for that. For that. For that. And was required to receive treatment for his bipolar disorder while incarcerated. Well, he was prescribed lithium for his illness, but was not required by law to take it. Okay. The Alaskan Supreme Court released him with time served after only one year. This guy, I need his attorney's name and number. In the early 80s, Hansen staged a burglary on his own home from which he used the insurance money to buy himself a bakery. Hansen worked hard to appear as a family man and be well-liked within the community, probably so he could have friends that would vouch for him and give him alibis without question later on down the road. Mm. And it's so creepy to see pictures of his bakery. 
I cannot even. Well, he named it after himself. He Hanson's sure did. Hanson's Bakery. Yep. And there's like Pepsi logos on each side. I'm halfway through reading the book. In the book, Butcher Baker, it says, you know, when you go into the bakery, the employees are dressed in white. Mm-hmm. It's clean. Yeah. In January of 1982, Robert bought a small airplane, even though he had no pilot license. (sighs) I don't even, I don't even know what to say. I mean, this must be a man of confidence. Great confidence. Sure, I'm going to buy this little one propeller plane, but I don't know how to fly it. No. I don't know anything about flying. He tried to get his pilot's license. His application was denied due to his lithium prescription. Oh. But here we are anyway, still flying around. Hello. (gasps) So he flew anyway? Oh, fuck yes, he did. Yes. And he would alter the numbers on the plane. Because you know how they keep track of aircraft controllers, keep track yeah. of what planes right. fly by. Right. He would alter the numbers on his plane. That little So that they bag. would have a really hard time catching him. Huh. He really, he found solace in hunting and archery, devoting his time and energy into these hobbies. You know, and as time went on, he liked to choose prey that was not the most uh, natural, the mo- the kind that most people don't choose to prey on anyway. And he would find his prey in the red light district of town. Oh, of course. He sure would. And that, my friends, is what would begin a 10-year killing spree. And the first of which we will talk about in our second episode. Okay. What? Wait. Oh, you're going to leave me hanging. This is a two-parter. It is a little bit longer. So hang in there with me and uh, tune into the second part. Okay. Okay. I'll be here. Okay. Stay tuned. Thank you. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.